Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. This is Senator Penny Wong. You're listening to Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to Been There, Done That on Joy 94.9. Lovely to have you with us on this broadcast. Hello to Gordon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time it is, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Thank you indeed, Gordon. And Phil. And Phil now. We've got a history program of magnificence to share with you, hopefully, today. Oh, aren't we doing the usual format? <laughs> Have we changed, have we? <laughs> oh, there's going to be some comical <laughs> items in there, but there's a lot of tragedy involved at oh, the moment. Oh, God, yes, yes. Oh, yes, so I hope we don't depress you too much, indeed. But history is full of items that have happened, but sometimes history is in the making. And we're at about that point of time, I think, here in Australia, where history is being made. Not sure of the outcome. Do you reckon it really will be made? Well, each day, it adds to the total storyline. We'll either be joining the rest of the world or making ourselves look totally ridiculous by voting no. You're not wrong there, Philip. Yes, it's a a vote to... um, It it really has to happen to make everybody in Australia equal because at the moment, there was on the television the other night, there were 43,000 couples in the last census who... who, um, say they're gay in gay relationships so that's 86,000 people you know yes but before we keep going on this particular topic mm-hmm. can i sort of just pull back and say that there's more happening in the world at the moment oh. in in the way of history in the making than our little private personal circumstances yeah because you've got two haircuts fighting over who's got the best one haven't you um, yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's haircuts they're comparing <laughs> personally, but... Uh, well, it's now, egos, that's for sure. Yeah, we're talking about North Korea and POTUS, President of the US. Who refers to himself as President Trump. He speaks about it in the third person. <laughs> I really worry about people who do that. I haven't noticed that. That's oh. only because I self-censor and I turn the TV <laughs> off. Mm, yeah, no, but... He should really be ashamed right now because after that tragedy at the the rally opposing white supremacists yes, where this guy ran his car into the crowd hmm. and Trump would not condemn the white supremacists. So they knew who it was, but he didn't say the name, would he? Well, no, it wasn't that. He, he basically said, look, there's wrong on both sides. I don't know if that's his attempt to defuse the situation, but you, you everybody else is saying these are not locals they came here to protest and you know it's just i realize he he went after these people in the election and they voted him in but you it's not being politically correct to condemn people 
who hate based on race and colour. Mm, and it's mm. just. But Phil, it's the way he was elected and what he was saying during his election that has allowed these people to do what they're doing. I well, feel. he's recharged their yeah, cause. Recharged yeah, recharged their cause. That's exactly and right. And not condemning them for yes. a horrible act is it's, repulsive. It is. It's it's basically giving them uh, the okay to go and keep doing it. Well, they're seeing a green tick. Yeah. Mm, mm. They say, well, that worked. That worked, yeah, yeah. But it's just, uh, you, you you wonder where the, the mind of the basic American person is when they... They, they do these things. Why? It, it just, it just. Of course, in the deep south where they are, there's always been this thing about African Americans. They've hated. Well, they're still been. fighting the Civil War that's down right. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was Robert Lee's statue that they were going to pull down yeah. that caused the whole thing to happen. But the, you've got to remember, there is no basic American person. Isn't there? No, there, there are fifty-one states no, of 50 individuals. States. 50. fifty states of individuals. Yeah, mm. and if it was Europe, there'd be fifty different countries. Yeah. So it's, I think it, Australians, we probably relate to the Californians. Down south, well, I guess you've got Northern Queensland to relate to them. <laughs> but where there, apparently there are no homosexuals in the, those electorates. That's right, According yes. to the experts. Yeah, mm. there, was a, there was a program that I watched on television about somebody driving across America and they, when, the, when they had to drive down in the deep south, they had to have a pink car with sort of rainbows on it or something or other, and they were getting run out of town in almost every place they went, and they were just <laughs> driving through anyhow. It was an English, some English chap that did it. I can't it remember the shame of it. Could I have been uh, Stephen Fry. No, it wasn't Stephen Fry. It was um, like some, one of the blokes out of um, that car show. Oh, right. Oh, yes, okay. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes. I can't remember what it was. But it was something like that. And, and they were get, basically getting run out of town because they drove a pink car with, with like a gay number plate they or something. They were antagonising, yeah. They, yeah, were, but they, just they wondered were stirring what the, up the dogs, yes. They wondered what the reaction would be. Well, of course, North Korea hasn't actually been challenged up until about this point, And they're going on their their merry way. That, that, that was their stated aim, to be... A nuclear power, mm, but but you've also got to remember that the up until now, I think that behind the scenes politics was going into action with the with people actually talking, so that they were it, it, you can have all the bluster and bluff you want to, but behind it there's possibly the negotiations going on between well, the diplomatic corps. The diplomatic corps. But Trump says diplomacy failed, so he's just coming out and slapping him on the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably so that's, right. That's a wise decision. That mm, mm. that's you know, poke the bear. But another really gem of a comment from Mr. Trump, talking to the governor of Guam, he said, "This will be great for tourism." Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Come and see where Guam used to be. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I had uh, there was a wonderful explanation of what Guam was on the television this morning. It was America's unsinkable aircraft carrier. <laughs> Oh. When you th- well, because it's an island, it can't sink, but it's all full of aircraft. But have a listen to the local accents on Guam. My ex-partner was born on Guam, and I've spent a very little bit of time there. And there was, actually it was his uncle. I think he was running for senator. And one of his um, speeches was talking about tourism, and he says, we've got beautiful bitches here. Bitches. <laughs> referring sound, to beaches. Sound a bit like New Zealander. Oh. It's, it was hilarious. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes, all right then. Well, now we can get back to our own local situation, our own little crisis. It's not a little crisis. Well, um, it is Chris. a big crisis. It's a, it's in, a crisis in our for, gay world for a lot of people. 
and for a lot of people and our gay world and our allies. Mm, mm. Now, social media seems to be the, the flavor of the month for POTUS, but also I think uh, social media is going to be the way we can uh, expect the the um, the arguments to be to be run this time round. Well, I think it could be because um, every time I've opened up my Facebook page, there's um, people have been photographed with a, a rainbow flag underneath them and uh, marriage equality or love is love. Even my sister and her husband yeah. have got theirs photographed. They got their photograph that they had taken outside the church where they were married in St Kilda, yeah. which is now falling down. They're trying to raise money to renovate right, that yeah. church and they've got the rainbow flag and everything there and my sister has been urging all her grandchildren to get on the roll so that they can vote because they do have a gay uncle and a gay auntie yeah but the downside of social media is that's where the trolls live yes that's true and too. they are uncensored and they also feel uncatchable and can say the most hateful things mm. and now they've got a whole bunch of new targets well, they have, but f- you fight fire with fire. But do you mm. think that do you think that we should fight that sort of fire with fire? Because if oh, we I think we if we're respectable in the the approaches we make, mm. then that just keeps showing them up as being this is the what, nasty ones. That's what I was getting at. Should we should we develop? Should we, we lower ourselves to their no, level? We no. shouldn't. We should stay above that sort of thing, and just argue our arguments cogently. And with with um, great force and, and, and ability, you know, but not screaming I, and shit. I've got a question from a different angle. Mm. If the government's not going to give me equal rights, why should I be paying equal tax? Exactly right. I want a refund. <laughs> well, yeah. For every day that I'm not allowed the opportunity to marry, mm. you know, I'm missing out. It's not an equal society. Well, Philip, for, for years, anybody that's been single and gay has been paying tax to keep children in school, yeah. hospitals open, new babies to be born. We've been paying all this tax out over the generations that we've been around the place and getting nothing back for we've it. We've been funding yeah. breeders. That's right. But, but you've got to remember that without homosexual couples, there's no gays. You mean straight couples? No, straight couples. Yeah, speaking <laughs> yeah, 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 Heterosexual yeah. couples, Hello. there's no gays. Yes, yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> without them, we didn't exist. So don't blame us. Blame our parents. Yeah, but the... The no vote is campaigning against equality. Of course they are. Now, equality certainly stopped being cool in the 1960s. Well, mm. Inequality. Inequality did, yeah. yeah. And the same but arguments that were used against the, the African-Americans back in the 60s, mm. those same things are like now, you know, oh, we don't want them in our neighbourhood or, you know, I'm moving out if they move into mm, town. Mm, mm. The same sort of arguments and saying, well, no, don't give them equal rights. Because that's what it all depends. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? It's just equal rights for everybody, it, it making is. us equal to the rest of Australia. Well, it's that's a fair go, and be mm. fair, Dinkum. Where's all these Australianisms when you need them? Yeah, well, they they're used in other other ways, Philip, and not in the way that they meant to be. Mm. But then, when you've got people standing up and saying that that the children of this uh, of gay and, and gay parents are the st- new stolen generation is an absolute abomination that is so rude well, and that's just proof rude. that ignorance will never die yeah there's always going to be people there so out of touch well all these people i have the one saying you can't put brains in monuments uh, yeah, I'd agree entirely with that one. Thanks, Gordon. Uh, stay tuned because uh, after our break, we'll be talking about a couple of chroniclers 
of recent gay history. And it's it's useful that a lot of this, these our histories, our gay histories, are written down and referenced and that people can go and look about them in future weeks. And I suppose in some ways we're hoping that someone will be chronicling our current circumstances here in Australia because uh, we need to refer to it in, in future years for sure. That's right. Uh, you're on Joy 94.9. Been there, done that with Gordon, Phil and Chris. We've got Madonna coming up with a piece of music. She wants us to jump. Well, we want you to jump to, jump to and register if you're not already on the electoral rolls. 24th of September, you have, uh, 24th of August, pardon, is yeah. when you have to register by. So get out there and do it. Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member. You're with Chris Gordon and Phil. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. We're having a good old chinwag about gay history today. A little bit more so than previous years. And our current lifestyle, which needs to be changed. Sorry, our current lifestyle does not need to be yes, changed. Yes, we do. We need to be able to get married. Oh, well, if you... That's, that's a change in lifestyle, I think. <laughs> no, that's only if you get married. I just want the option. It's not compulsory. <laughs> no, it's not compulsory, but we need the option. And, of course, coming with that means that all the rules and laws and things that are sitting behind our community, it means that if you are married, it doesn't matter whether you are gay, straight or otherwise, it means that those acts that already have the word married in, uh, start to, to f- apply to us. But there, there, but there has been a lot of them have been changed in our direction. Yeah. There's about 84 of them have already been changed, but there's just that few that um, goes into, if you're a married person, that they, that actually changes. But the, wouldn't it be nice if it just was all the same? Well, that's what you it should be. To worry if, about it. That's what I'm saying. If it's all the same, you see, the, even now you see you can, we've got all these laws that have been passed that gives us certain amounts of privileges but the, the the one privilege is if your um partner that you're not married to becomes very ill you have no say in what goes on with the thing but if you're married you do it's uh, there's, there's, by there's, right by yeah. right of marriage you do but yes it's it's uh, there's one of the things that that uh, doesn't happen at the moment you you are excluded from any decisions like that so that's one of the laws that will automatically happen when we can marry some of the rights that we've all, that we now presume to be automatic to our gay community have earlier been fought for very hard oh, to yeah. have been achieved. Yeah, yeah. We know this because we've got a couple of chroniclers who have been telling us in their writings history as it was, as it unfolded. Our history relied on quite a few activists stirring the pot and creating a kerfuffle. And of course, being writers, they were able to get things into the printed word, which would then be 
published and be shown and be read, which was a little bit different to the people that would be out there marching on the streets and that sort of thing. Oh, true. The, the writing of it is something that is on paper and it stays there. You now, know, the, the first bloke we want to talk about is, is Randy Schultz, and he was an author. He, he was born in 1951, not that long ago, on the 8th of August. Uh, he's already left this world because he died at the age of 42, but he was a newspaper reporter in an era when newspapers were the form of communication. Before social media and anything exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah. And before TV newscasts were taken over by Rupert or whatever, and the diversity of opinion was possible. Randy Schultz uh, was a reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle. And about at that time in California he started to recognise that AIDS, which was starting to attack the local population, was an important national issue. And in the early 80s, he'd persuaded the Chronicle to let him report on AIDS full-time. And his, his work resulted in the widely acclaimed 1987 book And the Band Played On, Politics, People and the AIDS Epidemic. And he had plenty to write about, too, now, in those days. we've got to think about the POTUS of that particular era. Ronald Reagan. Yes. Now, Ronald Reagan was a right-winger, and he can be construed as almost an ostrich. Yeah, well, he's had his head somewhere else, but wasn't on his top of his shoulders. Well, it was in the sand. Yes, <laughs> yes. But but he never said the word AIDS until almost the last year of his of his eight years of being president. He just wouldn't say the word. No, he was totally indifferent to the mm. the medical crisis that mm. was uh, rolling out, and it was just such a crime that needed to be brought to the attention of the population. And this is what Randy did. The band played on was a very very interesting book, and it was also turned into a play or a film which was well done, was really well done. He also wrote for the gay publication, The Advocate. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that magazine is still in production, still still in print, and it's brilliant. It's still current. And also he worked at a TV station in San Francisco, and he was really the city reporter on gay politics and gay issues. He was in such a position of power, of showing a mirror upon reality. And gay politics in San Francisco at that time was big. Because all the gays of America were sort of flocking to California because it was a... uh, and San Francisco in particular because it was a great place to be. And in the lack of government funding, it also became the epicentre of private funding. Yes, yes. And the, the KQED, the radio or the television station... Um, is not just San Francisco, it's the entire Bay Area that you get to see that. Mm. So that would have been quite a good outlet for him to give our position. Because yeah. as we know, there's a lot of people in that area who don't like the gays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Schultz actually wrote a book in 1982, The Mayor of Castro Street, The Life and Times of Harvey Milk. Yeah, That's so right. he was Which, really talking about the, the behaviour of the local council. Randy did sort of hold the mirror up to the seedy side of gay life as well. He was right behind the scenes with telling everybody what was going on in the actual AIDS crisis because he actually died himself just before the antiretrovirals um, started to hit the market, which was a, which was a, a sorry thing that happened because yeah. he was such a good reporter and good writer. Mm. Joy. Now, someone else, but someone from the Australian scene, uh, almost a contemporary 
of Randy Schultz is Dennis Altman. He's a professorial fellow in human security at La Trobe University. He's a writer and academic. And he, his first book was Homosexual Oppression and Liberation in 1972. A very big book to read because I did read that way back in the 70, 73, I think, when it was bought, when you were able to buy it here in Australia. It was and a, was it wor- the world scene, was it? It was the, it was the whole... It was like a, an, an overview of homosexuality rather than how we've been oppressed for years how things have changed gradually how this has happened how that's happened and everything it's a very interesting book and in the year 2014 about i think 14 he read he read rewrote it he 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 brought out another he, he changed some of the things that were in the book that he talked about as what had happened since and he, oh, brought, right. he, he was brought it up to date. He was able to continue the progression of the yeah, storyline. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually had an interview with him here at Joy. He's a wonderful man, he's a, and he's a great speaker. But, uh, yeah, and it was a very interesting interview. And this, I, I actually did read the, the second one that he wrote about the uh, homosexual oppression and liberation. Hmm. Dennis Altman is an active member of organisations that are dedicated to creating a better life for gay people here in Australia. He's uh, on uh, ACON, Australian uh, Council of, on AIDS, and other international organisations in the uh, AIDS Society of, the, of Asia and the Pacific. And he's also locally involved in the, our Australian Lesbian and Gay Archives here in Melbourne. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And of course contributing <coughs> to the storyline. Mm. He's, he's a very nice bloke actually and, he's, and it's nice to, when you talk to him he, he can just rattle off things that facts have happened. Facts and figures, yeah. Facts and figures. It's just amazing when you ask him questions, yeah. yeah. Nice man, Dennis Altman, and a great, a great gay icon of Australia. Yeah, we've got a few and, of them. internationally respected. Yes, yes. well and well, truly, we've got we've got a few respected. of them. We could take in Justice Michael Kirby too, as well. Yeah. You know? Oh yes, well he's a car, had a couple of words to say recently yes, too. Yes, You're with Chris, Phil, and Gordon. Been there, done that. Join ninety four point nine. Stay tuned. There's more. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station Joy ninety four point nine. You're with Phil, Gordon, and Chris. Been there, done that on Joy ninety four point nine. Thanks for being with us. Now, Phil, we've been talking just previously with uh, Randy Schultz and uh, Dennis Altman, and they were sort of chronicling the history and, and exposing the reality of the time. It, it was sexual history, in a sense, in that it was our community being chronicled. There were many other things happening in the world at the time. Well, as we know, that if you want to... Um, control the truth you've got to control the story i'm going to uh, write that down no or or, <laughs> or, it, or you don't let your enemies write the story or you actually control your communications exactly this is the thing it's the communications that get the stuff out there that they've got to control but that's censorship yeah that's right but that's right so that's it's control <laughs> such yeah. a nice word where censorship yes. is sort of like whoa yes yeah so i think randy was good that he was able to tell the AIDS story in the u.s to the u.s people mm. uh, especially of california because he he had the guts and foresight and determination and the the position or the place or the the the, the soapbox from which to do it it was literally a matter of life and death and they didn't have a cure yeah. Or a treatment even. So the the biggest issue he would have had is to communicate and not stigmatise. 
well, even now there are issues like with the Enough campaign. We've got to treat people who are suffering fairly and equally, mm. which I think that started with Princess Diana actually yeah. addressing the subject hands-on. Yeah. Mm. But one of the casualties in war is the truth. Well, it's one that's of the, the first <laughs> casualty of war is truth. We're seeing that in North Korea, just looping back, and in current POTUS and previous POTUSes as well. And, and it's quite hard sometimes in war to actually expose the truth. But we live in a modern world where you can expose massive amounts of truth in an underground manner. So it's not like going through the gate in East Berlin you know, with the secret microfilm or the, the documents that you're smuggling out from your enemy. No. We have WikiLeaks, which by definition is the portal for the truth to squeeze out from the evil now, side. Th- 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 Julian Assange, the Australian currently hold up still in the Ecuadorian embassy in London Mm -hmm. for about seven or eight years now, hasn't set a foot outside. Obviously, there's more truth missing there, which has got him stuck inside. He was part of the the WikiLeaks organisation that managed to expose lots of things of the day-to-day workings of some military machines in the world. And, and, And those countries didn't like it, especially the US of A, because they're still after him for what he was able to release and they that's why they tried to get him tried in sweden for the rape or something or other and that's sort of fallen by the wayside now and that's why he can't sort of come out yeah well america's trying to shoot the messenger mr assange didn't steal any emails he didn't copy any top top secret documents he just allowed the the portal for the liberation of truth and they don't like that Someone else who was involved in along that same process was uh, someone that we know by the name of Chelsea Manning. Wasn't always Chelsea Manning. Bradley Manning was convicted by court-martial in July 2013 of violations of the US Espionage Act and was sentenced to 35 years. He was pardoned by President Obama, and when came out from incarceration, he had already transitioned to Chelsea Manning. What a complicated life. He was one of these people... A WikiLeaker. A WikiLeaker, indeed, (laughs) indeed. But a very brave person, because it was quite easy for uh, the powers that be to discover who had released this information, and there he was as the leaker, but also in a very personal, delicate condition. He did say that he felt that the information that he had had to be put out. And that was the, one of the reasons why he put it out. He said it was just too much of it being kept away from the general public that he yep. was going to put it out there, and that's why he did it. It would have been a tough call because he also... He was in the army. Yeah, but he named names mm. of various operatives, and mm. the, the government's approach was, well, now you've essentially killed those people. Now, I haven't heard any follow-up on that, so I suspect it didn't happen. But it would have been a really tough decision to see... Crimes and injustice occurring in the name of war and, well, not private citizens, but American operatives yep. put under threat. So, yeah. so, so what was exposed, briefly and quickly, what was exposed in um, some of these leakages? Some American drone attacks, which were videotaped by the Americans, those video oh. files were released, 
and they are extremely damaging. They, they show they were f- shots of war zones, and they were associated with these cameras firepower so that the camera if the camera picked up a target the firepower could aim at that particular target and it chronicled the the whole process identifying the targets incorrectly because this turned out to be international journalists and their their guns which were actually cameras and then uh, the shots of them actually being annihilated, blown oh, off yes. the planet. You can see it. It has been shown on television a couple yeah. of times, and it was just just a, a shocking thing to do. The blokes are just standing there doing what they would normally do as press photographers, and all of a sudden, there's a drone appears at the top of them, photographs them all, and then they just drop the pew on top Fizz. of them. Yep. And you actually hear the soundtrack of the people doing the shooting. Yeah. And they obviously have no consideration. They're not shooting at lives. No. It's like a video game. Yeah, mm. that is so bad and sad. Well, that, I mean, you talk about post-traumatic stress. I guess that's what a lot of people bring back from war. Yeah. Mm. Is that detachment from humanity. Now, Manning went to jail. Yep, he was found guilty of um, disseminating. Uh, a long time yeah. in jail, during which time he transitioned. And that's one thing that I will say for Barack Obama. He freed him on the last day of his presidency. He did. (laughs) He let him out of jail. And I thought, good on you. Now, Chelsea Manning is an example. No, no, it just shows bravery in in both the public world and the private existence of Private Manning to face the music and walk through the the, the the sheets of flame. Yeah, and he and he, he transitioned while he was in jail. Yeah. Mm, but good on her. But she's she's she shows a lot of determination and guts and courage. That's one thing about Chelsea Manning. But I bet she divided America. You yeah, can get two two opinions there of her. Would, at this there point. would be two yeah well the, the, the You're with Chris Phil and Gordon being there done that join ninety four point nine. Now imagine if you had a private medical career and a public sporting career and then you transitioned. That was the situation for Renee Richards. Who transitioned way back in 1970, oh, what, 76 was it? She was a, an ophthalmologist and she transitioned and she was also a very good tennis player in her male character and she then became a very good tennis player as a woman. And there was a, a big kerfuffle in the sporting oh, administrations. Yeah. Oh, can we leave? let this person... Of course, she, physically she had transitioned by the application of oestrogen, mm. which well, actually the- causes a reduction in muscle strength and muscle bulk mm. more towards the female form. Right. So therefore, couldn't be considered any more as a male or had the male attributes that he did when he was a tennis player playing as a man. But the female tennis competitions at the time weren't quite as gracious as yourself. No. (laughs) She played in a few of the minor tournaments and did very, very well. She didn't win every game, because, but she did play in minor tournaments, but she was never allowed to get into the open sort of era of um of that sort well, of time, the, the controversy was never going to allow no that's justice. Right. Yeah, but, but she was a very good tennis player, as well, and uh, very actually a very pleasant woman too. When you heard her being interviewed, it was great. Good honour. Her tr- profession was as an ophthalmologist. Mm. I would imagine that no one would have had a complaint. What gender was on the end of the operating instruments there? No, nope. because the quality of the outcome would have been 
the same. Exactly. Good luck to her. Good on her. She's still alive, apparently. She's, yeah. She's, she's still, she's 83 now. Oh, well, well and truly retired. Mm. But mm. what a pioneer, what a mm. brave person mm. to have challenged the thinking of the time of the world and, okay, here I am, do your damnedest because mm. I'm mm. got to live my and that's, life that's my why way. You should. That's why we have to take our hats off to all the people that do transition either way because it takes a lot of courage, a lot of guts, and a lot of love from the people that really know you. But imagine the relief afterwards. Yes. You've lived your entire life knowing you're in the wrong body, and then you get the right one. Mm. That's Mm. better than three Christmases at once, I reckon. You're with Phil, Gordon, and Chris. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Stay tuned. There's more here on Joy. Everybody, Rock your body, everybody, rock your body right. Back streets, back, all right. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. We're on our last stretch. And we've had such miserable little topics to talk about, but they are fascinating because they are part of our current life. I don't watch any TV anymore. I'm getting a little bit miserable with what's on. And, of course, there's nothing much as an alternative Oh, there's still something that can be watched. I mean, you, oh. you know, I know in, in, there's a lot of drivel and things because I'm, I'm one of those people that can't watch reality TV because it's not real. It's so oh, scripted. What? It's what? so scripted. Oh, it, it's too real for you. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> Imagine yes, all these yes. people on some island out in the oh, Pacific. Oh, yeah. Like, like those. Oh, well, I must confess that I have cast an eye or three against Adam seeking Eve. Um, only because you're looking at the blokes. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah. But, and but then I, I look at the and I think, no, oh, no, I wouldn't have had any of those. Anyway, no, thank you. No, it just Waste of bother. I've got a wonderful concept for you to consider. What's that? Radio. Oh yeah, radio's. If you fine. don't like TV, radio's still. Radio's around. fine, yeah. But but yeah. But you, I see. I can't watch a cooking show because I'm never going to cook that sort of food. To me, it's just a, <laughs> there are so many other things more important than watching reality TV. And then you get the adverts in it, of course, which just go on and on and on to forever and a day. And they're getting so politically correct. Oh, aren't that they? In the show ads for foot support. Oh right. They show a person simulating a, a customer I guess of the, the show footwear and it's got in small print on the screen paid actor oh <laughs> just in case you actually believe that person had better feet now I think I remember reading something in America that if if the if an actor is is promoting a sub uh, an article he has had to or they have had to have used it yeah, and then given their basic approval to do the um, advertising, because if they if it's proven that they've never used it, they can be sued, people by people that have bought the product. That's you know? why if you see a celebrity doing a product endorsement, mm. it will be in another country. Oh, will it? Oh, in right. America, you don't see all the American actors we see here promoting their, oh, right. their sponsored products. Yep. 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 Nobody does it in America. Yeah, but it's a, because America are, 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 are a bit of sewers, aren't they? 
And I'm not talking... An interesting word. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would sue anybody. Oh, know. right. Oh, I thought you were meaning the other sort. So, no, that starts at the top. And I was tending top. to agree. That but, starts oh. at the top of the country. Well, there was a, a poor little boy who last week in this ad for um, children going free on Sundays to AFL games, mm. he used to say, if you're a kid like me, you can go free to the football. Well, I heard him yesterday on TV... And he's now got all the terms and conditions that he has to read afterwards. <laughs> so it's not for every game, and it's not this, and it's not that. It's a poor kid that had to dig him out and make him do a oh, reread. No. <laughs> well, there's the, that's the thing you see because in America he would have been sued. Yeah, well, see, somebody would have turned up to a mm. game and they said, "Oh no, this game's not free." Mm. That's mm. all you said on TV. Mm. That's where it starts. Yeah, yeah. this is where this is where you have to be very careful what you say. If you're in speaking publicly about anything, that's why we have to be careful here. We do. We do have to be very careful about how many times we have, have how much sponsorships we have in an hour. So that's why it's always, it's, it has to be five minutes, no more in a whole hour. We can sort of do uh, community service announcements. That's fine. But we cannot do more than five minutes in the hour, which is great because I was watching a show on television the other night and they went for a break and the break lasted five minutes of advertising. Oh, and I thought, oh, I just turned it off. I'd never watched commercial television anyhow, but I just turned that off in disgust. Well, we're allowed to say things on Joy, like if you want to contact us, you can email us at beenthere at joy.org.au. That's fair enough. That's fine. Yeah, that's not an advertising. No. It's just, it's just a telling a, people a, where a, we a, are. And if you'd like to make a donation to Joy at any time, yes. just go onto the website, joy.org.au. Click and on the banner. Click on the, li- the banner to donate now mm. and every donation two dollars and over is tax deductible that's right mm. and uh, i know it's a long way to your 2018 tax return but you may as well remember to get the benefits yeah, because we get the benefit of your money and you can get the benefit right. of the tax deduction keep, for your tax return keeps us on air loud out loud and proud because you're going to need us in the next couple of months for sure that is going to be one hell of a thing because we well, will be able to give you keep you update on everything that's going yeah. on. We we do live in interesting times, mm, which we started off the program talking about interesting times. Well, we've got a fight that's worth fighting for. Oh God, mm. yes, and uh, it's an opportunity here for us to make our statement and and in, and evaluate the size of our statement. If we need to continue the fight later on and in other places and and for other reasons, we have a voice and it's a time to run the flag up the flagpole and salute. I was reading in the paper that even if there is a yes vote comes through, they will not be able to pass the law this year. It'll have to be done next year. Yeah. Because by the time they get the, the information out, they won't have time enough to draft the bill I would have thought they could have been drafting the bill right now. Exactly. While they're waiting for the well, postal vote to come through. Wouldn't you no, think that would save a bit of time? They're too busy promoting the no vote. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, sorry about mm. that. Yes, yeah. Someone else around about this time, the 2nd of August 1922, he died. And we've got to thank him for the Tefalone. Oh, yeah, but Alexander Graham Bell, a Scotsman, but he moved to the US of A. But what happened from there? We've had the telephone and now we've got a handheld device that you carry everywhere and read while you're on the streets and get in everybody's way. To be fair, we need... This is going to be a shock to some people uh. that Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. We need to point out Steve Jobs did not invent the telephone. <laughs> of course he didn't. No. He just put it in your hand. That's right. <laughs> 
and let you take it outside the house. And the greeting that Bell used upon answering the phone... Ahoy! It was ahoy hoy. Now, somebody else on television at the moment answers the phone that way. Oh, right. oh, oh, yeah. His oh, name's yeah. Montgomery Burns. Oh, yes, from and The he's, Simpsons. he's the billionaire owner of the nuclear power plant in Springfield. Oh, is he? And he's I can't tell you what state Springfield is in. No, because there's Springfield in every state of America. They, in one episode, there was a, it was a best-of program, and it was suggested The Simpsons were from northern Kentucky, oh. but has never been referred to. Is that, actually, oh. it's often referred to... Them not telling you where it is. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no northern Kentucky, let's face it. Well, it's it's a region. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not a state. No. <laughs> so there we are. There was one thing that happened, too, in in our history that affected the whole of Victoria. Uh, on the 9th of August, 1851, you're talking about? 1851, yep. They discovered gold at Sovereign Hill in Ballarat. And that's why there's that rebuilt village there. Mm, mm, the Eureka Village. Indeed, it's mm. brilliant. So if you've not been, you should go and remind yourself of the history of Victoria and how gold created such a wonderful, wealthy state. Well, Melbourne was the richest city in the world at uh, one stage, in the at the turn of the 19th century. Now we've been proved we're the most livable. Is that what it is? Haven't got any money anymore. But no, we're oh. just most livable. Yeah. But anyhow, <laughs> but it would be even more livable when we get to be able to marry the ones we love. Indeed. We'll hope that you'll join us next week for our last program before we have a, a few weeks holiday hiatus uh, eight weeks or so missing from the airwaves What's but that, we what? will be back we'll be back in october after the agm which is going to be on the 22nd of october we'll be back on the 24th oh will we yes oh good i better put that in my, better put that in my diary because i might forget indeed we'll come back with stories of where we've been and what we've been doing and uh fully conforming with being there done that Thanks for being with us. Bye for now. Bye. Goodbye. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.